Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Driving on Friday on the way to Cincinnati, I'm still a white Going home to see mama and her daddy with the baby in the back seat. Fifty miles ago, she was running low. I'm taking gasoline. It's been a long, hard year. She had a lot on her mind. Didn't pay attention. She was going away too fast.
Because 
Thank <laughs> you. 
hands can get up and live. At your sound, Father, of your voice, men lay down and die. This morning, we thank you that you didn't leave us laying in our bed. But, oh, Father, you gave us another right to the tree of life. We thank you this morning. You didn't have to do it, but you've done it because you love us. Oh, how much you love us that you sent your son in our place for sin. And we thank you this morning. Father, we can't do anything about what's already been done. We accept your death, burial, and your resurrection. And in our body, we sacrifice it all. We come before your throne of grace this morning, beseeching you, Father, if you would give us a word this morning that will carry us throughout this day until tomorrow. Oh, Father, you said you'd give us our daily bread. Father, this is what we need early in the morning is a word, a word from on high. We need a fresh anointing. We need something, amen, that will just let us feel, hallelujah, your presence. We know that you care about us, Lord, because had it been no care for humanity, you never would have done what you did. And so we come this morning, Father Lord, to lay it all down, and we ask for your mercy this morning. We repent of all of our sins, of commission, omission. Father, whatever it was that we've done on yesterday, whatever it may have been that we've said, Father, would you forgive us? If we've heard anyone or said anything out the way that will cause anyone to feel uncomfortable, we ask you to forgive us, Father. Restore us to our original state in you. Bring healing to your people this morning, bring deliverance, bring salvation this morning to your people, Father. Oh, Father, we're scattered all around the world this morning, and we're lost and don't even know who we are, who we are. We're in church. Oh, my God, Lord, help us this morning. And then, Father, the leader that you put to lead this country, America, Father, help him in his mental state, help him to hear a voice from heaven, and, and to do what you say and do, whether it be to bring us to war or bring us to safety. You put him now, Father, and you don't make any mistake. But, Father, you have your way today. If you would have your way today in me and us, and those that are listening, those that will, amen, hear the message, Father, if you would have your way and we all would become one, then just hopefully and maybe, Lord, somebody will see your good works in us, and they too will come to know the risen Savior, our great King, that triumphed over Satan. This morning, we just give up, give over into your hands this morning. Oh, bless the name Jesus, all within my soul. Bless and touch this morning the program, and we'll be obedient to do your good and perfect will today. Hallelujah. We won't let that get in the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful this morning to be a part of what God is doing. Hallelujah. He's able to do what you cannot do. Hallelujah. Uh, 
this morning, I just want to talk about punishment for the wicked. Hallelujah. Is that all right? We talk about what's going to happen to those that are wicked and the punishment that's going to come with it. Is that all right? Amen. A lot of people don't want to talk about what's going to happen. I want to know what's going to happen to them so I can warn them. The Bible said to warn them. If I don't know what to warn them for and from, oh, hey, they, they know about the world going to come to the end. Uh, some of them can quickly tell you, oh, the world come for the end for a Bible last week. We were down there on the corner down there, man, and they just drove by there. Somebody's world has ended. Do you think death after death? You think they went on the other side and started talking with all their loved ones, family, and friends? There ain't no record for that. Hallelujah. But we have a record this morning. Hallelujah. We want to start and we're going to just read. Hallelujah. And we're going to let him break this thing down to us this morning. So we can know exactly what he means. I want to know what the Most High meant. I want to know what he meant. I want to know uh, who was he talking to. I want to know is that word the same that was told to them decades ago? Is it the same word for me? Hallelujah. Let's see what the writer is saying here in the book of uh, Mark. He, Mark 16 and 16, he that believeth not shall be damned. It's like I be damned. That's just what it said right there. I be damned. He that believeth not shall be damned. That person will likely say I be damned. That's what the word says. Which said he's going to be damned, and he himself. Some people be dying and on their deathbed. They say, damn, because they are damned to condemnation. They have been condemned. When your house is condemned, that means you need to get out. And when sin takes its toll, and that house is condemned, hallelujah. No more lights. All the lights is out in that house. And the Most High, he take that which he made, and he puts it back where it came from, hallelujah. The body came from the dirt, hallelujah. Bible said that man was created in his likeness and his image. And he breathed into man nostrils, and man became a living soul. A lot of folks in church been 40 years, they twist that one. And they try and talk about the making of man, and they have it all flip sides. The making of man consists of a tripod being spirit body, and soul. We have God's spirit, which has a body. I mean, the body houses the spirit, 
and then the breath of life, which is the soul. And the soulish realm is your intellect, your emotion, your will, hallelujah. And the soulish realm is the very seat. The heart is the very seat of one's being, hallelujah. So we make the spirit clean this morning, hallelujah. And the only way a young man can, can cleanse his way, Psalms 109 and 19, I think, is only by the word. There's no cleansing, purification. You can wash your body with some of the best detergents, soap powder, detergent, whatever you desire to wash the exterior man. Hallelujah. But the interior, hallelujah, houses the spirit of man. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you this morning about what you're going to do for salvation. What good would it do you to have all of the necessities of life and able to do and buy and fly and drive whatever your little hearts desire? Let's go to the book and see what the book says. You all follow me to Luke, the ninth chapter. Hallelujah. And we're going to talk a little bit about life and death. Luke 9, 24. Hallelujah. See, this old flesh, you don't need to worry about it. Because if you make the spirit man, to understand that you got one way that you're going to go, and that one way is with righteousness. And when I say righteousness, I mean in getting your spirit man fixed to that you would speak no evil. Hallelujah. As a punishment for desiccating, meddling with wickedness. Hallelujah. The Bible said in 1 Samuel, somewhere it says, the rebellious spirit is as witchcraft. Witchcraft can be found working in just about everyone's home. Hallelujah. And what I mean by that is you may not be a man speaking wickedness, but our children, amen, they speak condemnation in the other rooms and over the, they just, you know, anyhow. Glory to God. We're not going to magnify that. But we're going to magnify, excuse me, the word this morning. Luke 9 and 24, it says, For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Whosoever shall get in debt over this life, you're going to lose it anyhow. I created you to worship me. I created you to give me what I require of you for exchange of life. I've given you life. Now, will you give your life to me so that I can use you so someone else can see? Because the only way a lost man will get saved 
is he's going to have to see a demonstration. And the demonstration is going to be the manifestation of you manifesting the word of God, and it will manifest it own self. You don't have to make the word, amen, right. The word is right all by itself. It don't need no help. Whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall be saved. Same way you've lost your life. Now, I want you to understand, so many of us preach this scripture, we're talking about losing our life getting killed in the gospel or whatever. But I want you to know this morning that when you come to the word of God and when you begin to partake of the word of God and when you begin to do what the word of God says to do, 24 hours of your life, you have lost your life for the sake of the gospel. Am I right about it? I know it sounds strange, but many of us have sold out to this name, Jesus, Elohim, Yahshua, God, Lord, amen, hallelujah. We have given our life for the gospel's sake, and our life is so entwined with the word of God, hallelujah, that we become the living expression of the word of God. Now you ain't going to let them do that to you. They were talking about you, and they said, baby, they talked about Jesus. And if he made it, if I can take it, I can make it. It's time to die. Let the flesh don't modify and crucify you with God's spirit. Hallelujah. They that are alive should live unto him. Hallelujah. I'm talking to you all this morning because I want you to know, my dear, is that you can't have a double lifestyle. Hallelujah. You can't be saying, Lord, Lord, today and tonight you're saying, oh, child, yeah, I'm a Christian, but, you know, everybody, you know, do something. Well, you need to stop doing something. And you need to start doing what is right and just in the sight of the Father. Hallelujah. Repent of your sin today. Hallelujah. So you don't lose your life over foolishness. Your life has already been bought. Hallelujah. A price been paid for your life. Hallelujah. A ransom that no man is willing to pay. What will a man give for his life this morning? Hallelujah. What are you going to give? for your life this morning. Hallelujah. Here it is. A, a man came down through 42 generations, walked the face of the earth for 32 and a half long years, gave sight to the blind, healed the sick, raised the dead, was crucified, hallelujah, and died. And we're walking around carrying a cross. We're just as lost. Where God told us, make no image, make nothing like it until, and you got a very big old cross around your neck. What do that mean? That means you disobeyed God because you made something of an image. Don't even know what we're wearing. Crosses all in our home. 
Crosses all on the wall. Crosses all on the dash. Come on now. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall be saved. 25th verse of Luke 9 says, For what is a man's advantage if he gain the whole world and lose himself? To what advantage? Was it to Michael Jackson? What advantage? Was it to Aretha and they would have gained the whole world? See, that's the trick of Satan. Now, I'm not using this two individuals to say that they gained the world, but I'm just showing you uh, a popularity. You know, they could have purchased anything they want to. But it says, to what advantage would it be to me to gain the world's confidence and then lose my own soul. We have to die now. Die now to the flesh that you don't have to be physically dead if we would die a spiritual death and believe the word of God today and begin to read this word and get an understanding of exactly what God is saying. Hallelujah. Concerning, he don't want you to be poor. Because Matthew six thirty three, he said, "Amen." That if we would seek him first, the kingdom of God, if we would seek him, all these things would be added to us. So thirty six and eleven says, "If you obey and serve me, you'll spend your years in pleasure and your days in prosperity." So he's telling us so many ways in scripture. scripture. You're not going to lose anything for serving me. But if you would gain all of this popularity and gain all of the world's necessity and lose your own soul, you will be lost for eternity. And you will not have a life in the hereafter. Hallelujah. The Bible is talking to me this morning, telling me, hallelujah. Luke 13 and 3. Except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Same way that these people that got shot up in the streets with no God, no uh, salvation, no hope. Hallelujah. What will happen to them? They lost their life, and they do not have a life in the hereafter. Had they would have repented, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. And he spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree 
See, the Most High gave parables and everything to try to get the people to understand. The parable is being preached and told, but the people still don't understand what the parable means. So many ways the illustrator brought about so many illustrations to try to get man to understand. Do you understand? We need to understand the word of God today and stop being angry at the apostle because everything I preach is in the Bible. Everybody running every which watch ways. I talked to a man, a, a lot of the disciples, and they tell me about the other programs that, amen, they're on. But what happened on this program? I guess the word is too rough. But I got to preach what he tell me to preach. We got preachers preaching everything. He said, I'm going to give you pastors after your own heart. There are wonderful ministers, amen, that are ministering the word of God in power and strength and unity, amen, and, and, and doing a fabulous work. But this is just some extra word, amen. When I stand up on Tuesday morning after prayer and I teach, sometimes I teach Sunday school, uh, bring the word, noonday service, sometimes 3 o'clock service, amen, hallelujah. Uh, ministering to the people in the streets on one-on-one, uh, my neighbors and neighborhood, going around uh, uh, everywhere I go, amen, all I say is hallelujah. So just about everybody, everywhere I go, that's what they say is hallelujah. When I hit that door at them stores to buy gas, they all know how to greet me. And they're not greeting me. The Holy Spirit told me if I can get one to say hallelujah, and that thing gets so great inside of them, they be saying hallelujah even when I'm not even there. That's how they greet the other people, you see. And these people, are most of them are, are, are Muslims. But you see, that name, hallelujah, is the highest praise. They asked me what it meant. I told them it is the highest, the most highest that you can give back to the Father is hallelujah. That's an honor and adoration of him. So obviously, they understand it don't matter. It's hallelujah anyhow. And that's my slogan, hallelujah anyhow. Glory to God. You have got to minister everywhere you go. You may not be able to get nothing in but hallelujah. And that's one word, short and effective. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. We speak also this parable. Say man had a fig tree. Start fruit down. Uh, 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 had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit down and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I came seeking fruit on the fig tree. Now get this now. And find none. Cut it down, man. Cut, just cut it down. Cut it down. Cut it down. 
Why conquering it in the ground? What is it here for three years? You've been in the ministry and you ain't got no fruit. You got no evidence. No one has came to me and you call yourself a preacher, evangelist, a teacher, a disciple. You call yourself a member of the church for three years you've been a member. And I'm I'm looking here, and I don't see anything that you did. Cut it down. Remember what he said. He said up there before we got here, he said that you're going to have to lose yourself. I call it losing your mind. You got to lose your mind. The problem is, is that our little bitty mind, we keep telling us, uh, you ain't got to do that. You better do it. You better die now so you ain't got to die no more. Cut it down. Well, so many people are dying because they take the Lord's Supper and, and then in first went in the 11th chapter, it said, don't you do that. Many are sick amongst us and weak. Hallelujah. I had to leave early Sunday, it was communion. But when I get there, I, you know, basically, I I could take my own communion at home. But, you know, it, it said when we come together, you know, I'm trying to keep the scripture, you understand me? It says that often as you do this, am I right? So you can take communion, amen, at home when you're sick in your body. Just take communion, hallelujah. You do this in remembrance of me. Oh, somebody listening this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Except we repent, we're going to get cut down. Hallelujah. Three long years. Hallelujah. The man came, and the gardener, still no fees. The gardener should have had dug around the tree, or took the tree out. If the tree ain't going to buy no fruit, get it on out the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what Hallelujah. he said. That's what he said. These are illustrations. These are parables. Hallelujah. These words are more than just a preacher and the tree cut it down. No, sir. No, sir. This is a parable of a man's life with no fruit. Three years. No fruit. Hallelujah. All these three years. Thirty years. Old now. Sixty-five years old. And I'm still a wreck. Repent. Hallelujah. These people except you repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Then he said, he spake also this parable. A certain man had a big tree planted in the vineyard, and he came and sought fruit. He come to seek some fruit. Hallelujah. The Most High will come one day, and he will shake that tree to see what manner of fruit have you brought forth. Hallelujah. You don't want to be like the man sitting at the pool for 
38 long years, hallelujah, he had no fruit because he was impotent. Had a great excuse. There will be no excuse for you this morning, hallelujah. Except you repent. Hallelujah. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit. You ain't going to be coming three years seeking no fruit. On this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. By conquering it, the ground. Hallelujah. Matthew 21, 19. Hallelujah. 27 verse said, but he shall say, I tell you, I know you're not. I don't know nothing about you. Lord, remember me. I, I, I was the one. I faithfully paid my tithes, and I, I was over the auxiliary board, and I didn't mean it. Depart from me. He would say, I tell you, I know you're not. Which you are. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. Thou shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Ye shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And you yourself are going to be thrust out. My God, for glory. Somebody ought to get there. The Most High say that we will see. Hallelujah. Even the wicked. Hallelujah. Or you'll get a chance to look upon the throne of God. You'll be able to see Isaac and Jacob, hallelujah. But you yourself will be thrust out because you have no fruit in yourself this morning. Hallelujah. hallelujah. You lazy and wicked servant. You know that I require fruit of the labor. You know that I take it up while I have not sown. You know I gather while I have you wicked. That will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And only with your eyes will I allow you to see the kingdom. You'll see Isaac, Jacob, hallelujah. You'll see Abraham. You'll see all the prophets in the kingdom of God. And as for this individual, we're talking out of the book of Matthew 7, Matthew 21, verse 27. Matthew 21, verse 27. Let me look over in another Bible. Hallelujah. See, they don't want to push that because they don't want to scare the people. I hope it's scared the hell out y'all that's listening. I hope it's scared the hell out you. If I got to sit around here and eat all of this word and live what I'm talking about and what my eyes can see, you too ought to hear and see and do what he said do. Believe on the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. If he said that, I'm going to be weeping. Mashing. Going to be gashing teeth. Teeth going to be shattering together. Scrubbing your teeth together. Hallelujah. I just want to make sure that I got this, got this word right this morning. I don't want nobody looking for it and can't find it. And say, he, 
He didn't. He didn't. He didn't give us the right thing, the right, the right place. Jesus and he. Let's see, twenty-two. What well, do I say? Well, twenty-one and nineteen. Let me see. Did that what it say? Yeah. And he was returning to the city in the early morning. He felt hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it and found nothing on it but leaves. And he said, then, may you never bear fruit again. And at that instant, the fig tree withered. The disciples were amazed when he saw it. What happened to the tree? Hallelujah. 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 Yes. He said that that individual that had all the opportunity, see, he's not going to just be just picking on uh, a lost folks. This book is written to the saved. Let's not get it twisted. Not one dot of tittle is in here for a sinner except repentance because the sinner man will not understand this word until there be a demonstration of everybody, all the disciples and everybody. They want to know when will all this be and what will be the coming of the son of man. Everybody want to know. Inquiring minds want to know. I tell you, I know you not once you are. Depart from me. All you work of iniquity, 28 verse, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see, when you, when ye shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and you yourself thrust out. Hallelujah. Matthew 7, 23. I don't know how I got this all jumbled up, but that part there was Matthew 7, 23. The other part was Matthew 21. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it's the word of God, and it's all right this morning with me. Hallelujah. I will obey. I will demonstrate the word. And as the most high give me interpretation of what he meant, amen, it will not be no mistake in the, in the interpretation. It will not be a misinterpretation. It will be on the money. Because I feel it in my spirit this morning that the words that are being said, they're coming to life to me. Hallelujah. Now look at here. Now look at here. Here come another parable. Luke 16, 22. Luke 16, 22, here come another parable. Hallelujah. Luke 16 and 22. And it came to pass. The beggar died. It was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. Everybody listen now. I want you to get this now. The Holy Spirit is going to break this down. Cried into Abraham's bosom, the rich man also lifted up his eyes, being in torment. Now, he didn't say that uh, uh, that Lazarus was in heaven. He said that Lazarus was in Abraham's bosom. I want you to recollect that both of these individuals, they were able to hear, see, taste, smell. Their five 
sense of evidence was still functioning. Lazarus and the rich man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The angels carried Lazarus, he's the beggar, into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also, the rich man wasn't carried nowhere. Check this out. The rich man also died and was buried. There was no dismembering of his body. He never had God's spirit. He had the soul of God. But when you don't want God and you're wicked and you're mad, how can the spirit of God live in you? So there's no need of God taking back what he, amen, he's putting it back where he got it from. He got it from the dirt. The difference between Lazarus and this rich man is Lazarus was escorted back to the Lord, which was Abraham. And Sarah called Abraham Lord. Hallelujah. Because the Bible said that the head of man is Christ and the head of woman is man. Hallelujah. And Sarah calling him Lord. Hallelujah. And in hell, he lift up his eyes, being in torment and seeing Abraham afar off. Now, how could he see from hell to Abraham's bosom? See, you have to get this. Your relatives. They know, and we know, ain't no sense of uh, getting mad when someone judge us and say, could it be that your, your grandma went to hell? We don't even want to get into those subjects because we're not talking about who went to hell and who didn't go to hell. We're talking about this rich man. Hallelujah. Luke 16 and 22. 23, and in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and seeing Abraham fall, and Lazarus in his bosom. He know how to carry us today. He wants to carry you from earth to glory, but you have got to let this world go. Let your children go. God is not asleep. He's yet alive. He's going to take care of our children for us. It is not our responsibility to try and bail them out of trouble. He will keep them from trouble. He said he'll keep us in perfect peace if we keep our mind stayed on him. So I can't allow my mind to be dwelling on what's going to happen to my children, what's going to happen this and what's going to happen to that. Our Heavenly Father knows how to take care of us, knows what to do for us, to us, and through us. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Lazarus in the bosom, and he cried and said, Father, now how in the world would Abraham be his father when the man was wicked? Now you all of a sudden, you want to call on the father now. Depart from me. I never knew you. If he had knew him, he would not have been in hell. So now how are you going to call out with respect, Father? And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue. Once you go to hell, there's no exodus and there's no help. He had no help. No one was going to do him anything else. There's no water. There's no coming of the Lord to talk to you. There's no compassion. There's no hope. The Bible says he lifted his eyes up in hell. And he was in torment. I am tormented in this flame. 25th verse. But Abraham said, Son. Now Abraham called him son. He calls Abraham father. Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receivest thy good things. Likewise, thou does evil things. But now, but now he's confident. And thou art tormented. On the sixth verse. And beside all of this, beside all this talking, I'll let you know something. It can't happen. Between us and you, there's a great gulf fixed. It's been fixed so you can't come over here. There ain't no leaving hell. You might lift your eyes this morning and see it. Amen, Grandma. Hallelujah. See it. The disciples see the prophet, but you will not exit out because there was a great guff fixed. Hold on, let me let my son in. Hold on, hold on. What's up? Hallelujah. We thank God for Minister A.D. coming in the house. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too much knowledge around here to this time to give away. 
Some of them books got to go. Because I got his spirit this morning teaching me. Hallelujah. There's a great gulf. So that they which would pass from hence to you cannot. See, that will be the end of your communication with humanity. For those that desire to live ungodly, for those that desire to do their own thing, hallelujah. You can't call yourself a child of the Most High and run around here keeping up mess. The rich man, hallelujah. This is a parable. This is only a parable for the believer, hallelujah, for you to understand that if you don't get no fruit three years now, The master been passing by this tree and no fruit. Cut it down. Now remember, these are parables. This is a parable about Lazarus and the rich man. And the rich man is asking if he can have water. Inhale, still begging. See, you got to remember. As you would the men should do unto you, do you even also them? For this is the law and the prophet, Matthew 7 and 12. So the very, very thing that the rich man had that Lazarus was in need of, he wouldn't give it. But the Bible said that it came to pass that this man died and Lazarus died, and that the man wanted Lazarus to bring him some water. So look who's there tonight. So you must start out, amen. On the top, you may have crawled your way up to the top of the ladder, but remember, you got to come down. Oh, you're going to have to come down, and you're going to come down to Sheol, which is the grave. But on your way to the grave, hallelujah, you still got an opportunity to repent. Rich man could have repented. He could have had compassion and mercy. Now he's in hell talking about Father Abraham, have mercy, or there's no mercy in hell. Cut him down, thrown in the fire. Three years, still lost. Three years, still aggravated, oppressed, depressed, with uncontrollable anger. All these years, you've ran the church the way you want to run it, which is your own body. Hallelujah. But now all of a sudden, you hear God saying that, Hezekiah, set your house in order because you're getting ready to die. Now this man, Hezekiah, he had a record with God. He was able to make mention, Father, have mercy on me. Remember my servant. And added him 15 more years. But he had proofs and evidence that he knew this word. You got to know the word this morning. Come on. You all that hear about Lazarus dying and hear about oh man, the rich man, the preacher just blow through the sermon like, look. Yeah, we had a good sermon today. No. You need to get this parable and understand that 
You cannot work for the kingdom of God all of these years. You've been talking about, oh, yes, God is wonderful. Hallelujah. And all the religious, and you ain't got nothing because you ain't got no fruit. Fruit of your labor. You ain't visit the sick. You ain't went to the nursing homes. You ain't went down to the prison. You ain't fed the hungry. What have you done for me? that you should inherit eternal life. This man knew that he hadn't done nothing. So the next word the rich man heard was, <laughs> he can't help you. Then he said, I pray thee, that for father, that I would have sent him to my father's house. Be yourself is now. I, I, I need for you all to get this Terrible. Now, why this man couldn't have said, send Lazarus back to the neighborhood, to my neighborhood? Oh, send Lazarus. Selfish, still selfish in hell. Lifted his eyes up in hell and said, since you can't get him to come and bring him in the water, can you get him to go tell him I got five? Still selfish. Well, you all ain't getting this this morning. Get him to my father's house. For I have five brothers that he may testify unto them. At least they also come into this place of torment. Send lavers to my brothers. I have five brothers. You're being selfish. Ain't said nothing about the folks that's hanging around on the outside of his house. I'm only talking about my own family. Send him to my five brothers. Still selfish. See, if your mind don't change, it's going to be too late to try to change in hell. You're not going to be able to switch your horse in hell. Whatever horse you rode in the hell on, that's going to be the horse you're going to be riding around in hell on. And it's going to be a short ride. Hallelujah. I got five brothers. Send them. Hallelujah. To my brother. Why he would not ask them to send these send louders to the neighborhood that he may testify that they don't come here. For I have five brothers that he may testify to them. Luke 16, 28. At least they also come to this place of torment. And Abraham said to him, they have the apostle. They have Moses and the prophet. Let them hear them. See, if you don't listen to the apostle, if you don't listen to the prophet, it's the prophet you teach and the pastor, what make you think that God is going to do a miracle for you and send you somebody from out of space. Abraham said to them, 
They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, no, Father Abraham, no. No, 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 no. But if one goes to them from the dead, they won't believe a dead. How are they going to believe a dead? They didn't believe, James didn't believe Jesus. Hallelujah. What make you think that his five brothers, they're going to kill Lazarus all over again? We ain't playing no games. So I'm not sending him nowhere. But let him hear of the prophets. He said, no, Father Abraham, but if one goes from the dead, they will repent. Uh, how in the hell is somebody going to repent called the dead man? Did they repent when Jesus came back? So this man, amen, he still, Davies was his name. He's still jacked up in his mind and his thinking and his understanding. You're already in hell, but you want a miracle to be performed. So you can see, you, 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 you don't believe what you're talking about this morning. You're just doing a whole lot of talking. You better try to let your lips do the walking and stop doing all the talking because you're on your way to hell. Send the man from the dead. Send him from the dead. But he said to him, if they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded the one raised from the dead. Hallelujah. Jesus warns us. Hallelujah. He warns us in this word that if we belong to him, that he will reign over us. We need to get that word this morning. This ain't no joke. People's dying and going to hell and thinking that, amen, that they spirit, they're thinking that they spirit, they, some of them praying for the hill from their grandma. All the time that I ever have visitation of the dead is when I ask the Lord, Lord, where did my wife go so I can tell these children? But I didn't want to tell these boys no lie about their mother passing on my birthday. And then, many years later, when they had gotten to be about eight years old, we had moved. Our house had burned down, and she came to me upstairs. And I was laying in the bed. And my deceased wife said to me, I'll never forget the words, it is good that you are not seeing women. The Lord has been showing me things about you. That's the only message I got from the dead. I jumped out the bed, and she was nowhere to behold. I jumped out of my sleep and jumped straight up on my feet out of the bed to grab her. You can't grab the dead. But you can grab this word this morning. We were talking about lives. We were talking from right here, Luke 9, 21, 
for whosoever will save his life. And we can come all the way down here in his word. We got out to old Lazarus and the rich man. And we saw that that tree that didn't have figs. In three years, the servant passed that route, and he saw that it was no food. And he told the vine dresser, he said, cut it down. And what the parable is speaking about is speaking about we, logically speaking, is speaking about people today that are going to church. Sometimes people just keep them pewed warm, just in the way, just mess, busy bodies. They are, child, I'm going to church to see what Deacon Brown going to do, to see what Deacon Brown got on. I sure hope that sister come back this week. Boy, last week, that was a bad sister come up in that man. Boy, she was nice. She was fine, what they're going to say. But you don't even know was that a fine demon. Might have been sucked that to suck you out of the church. Sucked that to seduce all of Like, what's his name say? The ride or die. They got 12 women, ride or die. So they ride up in your church, and they're so fine. The boy, they'll take all your members, take your men and women, ride or die. They'll die. They'll, 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 they'll die. They ride up around here on us, over there, over there on Lay Road. <laughs> they going to get saved. <laughs> There's going to be no ride or die no more. They gonna be put dead rotten. We died. <laughs> we died. <laughs> and we got a real ride. Amen. I've been blessed and touched by the words. Amen. You don't let the youth talk elaborate. Amen. What you think about that, Evangelist Mayor? What you think about that word, girl? Hmm. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. They awesome. Lazarus want to lick around the floor with them dogs, you know. 
Yeah. But the rich man called lots of dogs on the man. So, you know, he tormented Lazarus. But at the same token, the dogs didn't bite him. The Bible said the dog licked the sword that was on the poor man's skin, licked him till he was healed. So he went there for some food, and God turned the dog, as opposed to ate him to pieces and drove him back out in the street, turned the dog loose on the man, and the dog licked the man up, and the man became clean. Hallelujah. But he died. But he, but, but, but he still died. Before, before, before somebody died, God went off. I had a mother-in-law. And boy, she was mean as a dickens. She hated this. She hated that. I remember this little homosexual. She used to go to the neighbor's house where she stayed at. And boy, she'd find out on that homosexual and call him names and stuff. She wouldn't talk to him to his face, but she'd be in Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. I wish this. She just be rattling. But oh, when it comes time for her to die, weeks before she died, she began to give things. She gave that boy a TV. She loved on him. Oh, she was mess- she was making up her dying bed. The rich man wouldn't do that. She fed the boy. She did everything in her power. She asked me for forgiveness. She did everything. And then one day, she was gone. But one thing about it, I bet you he remembered her. He remembered all them ugly deeds that she did. Yes, yes. But then he remained, he remembered her repentance. Yeah. So people think repentance means just, oh, oh my God, I just Wow, falling all on the floor and stuff, foaming at the mouth. That ain't no repentance. That's an outward thing. You just Amen. put a bill on for the church. Amen. Repentance means when I sit here this morning and I say, Lord, have mercy. Don't let me be lost, Lord. Keep me, save me, deliver me. Show me the way that I may go today. Hallelujah. Meaning that I'm not going to do what I did yesterday. I'm not going to turn them away, hallelujah. I'm going to receive them, hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to do what we did to the young man at the store last week when we went to the store. The young man said, y'all, you have any change? I said, for what? So I can get me something to eat. I told him, go in the store and get what you want. And then I left money with the merchant. I left a sum of money with the merchant and told him to care for him. And if the money run out, I'll come again. I do just what I did just what you should have done. Hallelujah. When he's sitting out there in the morning, he sit there nearly every morning. When he when he's sitting out there, the store clerk will come out there and tell him, Come in here and get whatever you want. And all he wanted was two donuts, the sugarless donuts at that. The sugarless donuts, a cup of coffee, and a little of just a little stick of candy. That's all he wanted. But it gave me opportunity to love on the man. I put my arms around the youngster, and he received the embrace. And then I said, do you work? He said, not right now. And uh, he says, uh, I'm unstable. So I said, well, let me let, let me put my hand on you. And I didn't really, really pray for him a hard prayer. I just said, Father, I know you're stable, God. You know, bring about stability in his mind, body, and soul. And I hugged him and let him go. You see? Amen. 
when somebody else would be trying to lay hands and get the demon out. God didn't Amen. say get no demon out of nobody. Let's get that straight. Amen. Let Amen. the demon come to me. If the demon want to come out, the demon came to Jesus. Jesus didn't go looking up no demons. So when it comes time to get demons out of people, if they don't come to you, don't you go over there messing with them. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. Amen. Let me let me let you you and the man of God withdraw us a little bit while I finish trying to pick up some books. And I got so many spiritual books for you, sister. And said, so, oh man, I got a, a the Wilson commentary uh, for you. Uh, two altered marriages become an exchange. I got one divine revelation of hell. Mary K. Baxter. I don't go along with a lot of stuff that she say. But uh, uh, if you know God, you can read these books. But the Bible says reading of many books maketh one weary. So uh, uh, when it comes to reading books, just know that the Bible is the only book that needs to be read. I read all these other books right here so I can see what people were saying. And I didn't really get a revelation until now I'm able to break the word down to maybe from all these different books. This, this is right here. This is one that we keep with 500 quotes and ounces in the Bible. So if you want to just teach some, you just read over them. Just like that. So this book, that book, them books kind of go together. And, uh, uh, Israel prophecy. Uh, here's a good book for uh, spiritual warfare. I got a good book for you, spiritual warfare. <laughs> I've done so much in this book right here. But I'm going to turn it over to the man of God. Amen. And let him bring a further demonstration in this world. I'm so glad he made it this morning. He had to go and care for his daughter and son. So we thank him this morning. Amen. Amen. That word is off the chain. Woo! Yes, it is. Hallelujah. So much dealing with life, people, you know, all kinds of things come that take us away from the word. That's exactly what we need, and that's why. And the Bible refers to that time of street, you know, we need that word, which is that water, amen, and sunlight, amen, and we need that carbon dioxide, amen, stored by the air around us, amen. Hallelujah. So, Christ uh, came on the scene, he saw a tree. Man, that, that looked good for food. Like it, it looked like it was a good free feed tree. Feed trees do what? They grow feed. Man, it was some type of food. So, amen. When he walked up on the feed tree and saw that there was no feed, amen. He, he began, amen, to curse that feed tree, amen, because the tree wasn't doing what it was created to do. Amen. That's, that's one one instance I know. That, uh, we talking we were talking about the feed tree. We're talking about trees, amen. I went to the uh, Yeah, I think it's March 16th. Uh, so we go March 16th and 16th. He that uh, believe it not should be condemned. At least 924. Whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Uh, whosoever shall lose his life for my sake, save me. We see here, amen. We can't be caught up, amen, and trying to save our life, amen. Worried about uh, all the money we don't have, 
savings we got in the bank account, which is good to have, amen. You know? Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with that, but we got to have context. We got to have an understanding, amen. So we'll get caught up in all those things, amen, and all these things of the world become, amen, idolatry to us. We get to worship those things more than God. So when things like that begin to fall apart, we may not have no money in the bank account. Then our, our whole world begins to fall apart. You know, we got to try to uh, wire Peter to PayPal and, you know, we got to uh, uh, hide our car from the, from the people. Mm-hmm. We ain't paying no. We're just trying to save our life. We're trying, we're trying to save a little bit that we got. You, you can't make it to church. I, I can't make it. I, 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 I'm going through right now. But ain't that the reason you're supposed to be at church? When you're going through? Or, or when you're supposed to be on the line when you're going through? To, to gather around the brothers and sisters, amen? But we like to try to be, I push ourselves away when times get hard, amen? We're trying to think of a way to save our life, save our money, save our car, save our family, and coming to the one, amen, that can be the Savior. Hallelujah. <clears throat> for whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. Amen. For what is a, what is a man advantage if he gains the, the whole world and lose his soul? Or lose himself or be a captive? And so what is it when you have all these things? Amen? You gather all this money that you're talking about. You, want to get, and you get this degree or when you get this business. When you, you get all these great accolades and these great uh, endeavors that you acquire, then, then what after that? You always something that you're chasing after. See, we don't all, we don't we don't stop it when we get when we get it. We always got to get more. Hallelujah. It's always a always insatiable desire. That's what the flesh wants. The flesh don't never don't never quit when it get a little bit. It always mm-hmm. want more and more and more. Amen. Hallelujah. So that's when you gain in the world. That's what the Bible means. You trying to gain. You trying to gather all these things. You got big plans, big ideas. Which ain't nothing wrong with that. But when you just when you just working on your ideas instead of working on what the Father's supposed to have you working on, when you were supposed to be working on your faith, you working on your family, working on your prayer life, your fasting life. But you not when you bored of all of that, but you you more concerned with the world. I mean, then you are gonna lose yourself. I mean, you are gonna lose your soul. You are gonna lose what the Father gave you because you chasing after things that He didn't give you. Amen. But we care about amen. the things of this world. Amen. We care about the things of this world, which is nothing wrong with that. Which is Matthew six thirty three. We say, seek ye first the kingdom. So we got it backwards. We seek in the world, and then we want to seek the kingdom. Or we'll never make it to that point to seek the kingdom because we seek in the world. We say, seek the first thing you need to be doing is seeking the Father. Amen. That's the first thing we should be doing. Amen. So that's what the Father is. He's in the kingdom. Amen. And our mindset has to be kingdom mindset. You know, we can't be worldly mindset. Like the scripture say, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. So our mindset has to be first in you, and our mindset has to be changed. Amen. Mm-hmm. Luke 13, Amen. except you repent, he shall likewise perish. You know? He said, if you don't, you, you got to repent, man. You got to all come back to the Father. You got to repent. That means turn. Yes, sir. That means complete turnaround. That don't mean I, uh, I, I fell short and, uh, you know, God's going to forgive me after I do this again. That's premeditated. Scripture say that's not Christ didn't die for that. When you, when you premeditate something you sin, God's not going to forget that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you happen to slip up, if it just pop up on you, you like you weren't, you weren't expecting it, and you may fail, you're like, man, God, I, I you know, forgive me. You know, I, I got overtaken in the fall, overtaken in temptation. Not, uh, 
I'm about to call Mary. I'm about to call Sally Sue. I'm about to call uh, Tyrone at 2 in the morning. I'm going to go over there and we're going to talk about the Bible. And, you know, and not, no other time y'all ever talked about the Bible, y'all knew some, some action going on other than the Bible. You setting yourself up. And we'll do that. Justify sin. But we know we're going to do something different. We're like, well, I'm going to try to, I'm going to go over here. We're going to talk about it. Y'all know y'all ain't just talking about nothing about the Bible. spiritual. Hallelujah. Nothing about Jesus. Nothing about his son. We, 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 we like to psych ourselves out. We like to lie to ourselves. And we don't have another intent other than doing the, the work of the most high. Amen. Hallelujah. He already know the intent of our heart. He already told us that. Uh, uh, apostle. She read that uh that song one thirty nine, that's how you get there. Well, that's that's good. She's talking about that heart, how you already knew. Amen. And that old song, song one thirty nine. That was good. This song this Sunday. Amen. I, I read it and a lot of them didn't get it. They looked at me as if I was singing some lovely song. It was all for me. Song one thirty nine, it tell you, stop running around fighting. I see you. I see you. Yeah. I, I see you trying to go to hell. Twelve hundred thirty-nine. So yeah, even in hell. That's right. Yeah. Oh, what's on one thirty-nine? So one. Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know, I'm a baby. Say you, know, you, you have searched me. You know, you already you look me up and down. You already know me inside and out. You already know who I am. You know what I'm become. You already know what I've been and know what I'm, what I'm going. You say, you know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thoughts are far off. You know when I ain't thinking on you. You know when I'm thinking on other things outside of you. My power has things that don't, that don't have no concern with God. You comprehend my past and my life. You know everywhere I go, you know my daily routine. You know everything about me. Amen. You know, I'm acquainted with all my ways. For well, there's not a word on my tongue, but behold, oh, Lord, you know all together. You have hedged me behind and before and laid your hand up on me. You know, mm-hmm. I've been up on you. You say, I, everywhere I go, you, I'm at the corner store, you right up. <laughs> you behind me when I'm walking. Hallelujah. When I want to go commit sin, you right there behind me. Yes. Hallelujah. Before and, I'm, and I'm, I'm in front of you and I'm in, I lay my hand on you. You say, you laid your hand up on me. You know? When we belong to God, he already got his hand on us. He got us. Even though we're doing the wrong thing, guess what? God got his hand on us, protecting us. Amen. Because if we don't lose our life, that means God got his hand on us. Hallelujah. When God take his hand off you, you can best believe you're going to die. Hallelujah. That's Ezekiel 3 and 33. Amen. When you you see some doing righteousness and you go out your own way, believe the most high long suffering with you, but trust me.
This is what they ain't talking about. He's everywhere. See, when we accept Christ and when we live for Christ, let's believe that's boundaries and that's things that we can do and we can't do. I'm free, but you ain't free to sin. Yeah, that's the thing. People oh, talk, about, we talk about freedom, but we don't talk about the boundaries. No, you ain't got no boundaries yet. What you mean? What kind of God we serve to have us, to have these children just go out and be free and wretched? No order. But we talking about we're in the army. What kind of army you know? You can go, you can show up late, get up at 8 o'clock and show up and get ready. You better get your house in the back. You know what you better go run the what kind of army? We talking in the army of God, but we we doing everything the center do. What kind of army is that? I don't know. You got no structure, no lieutenant, no colonel. You don't have no rank, but you in the army though. What what kind of army we in, man? I don't know. You ain't winning no fights in that type of army. Guess what? Everybody's not gonna be on one accord. They fighting and bickering with each other. You know, they mad at other people because they let them slide because they're coming in late. They drunk, following their rain. We, 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 we got to get it together. When we come to God, we, we, it, it's breaking order in the world. We, it ain't no order when it comes to God that we're free. Yeah, we, we got the Bible missing through or something else. Amen. Where can I flee from your presence if I ascend into heaven? You know, I want I want to go up there and be in a, in a space station. I want to be getting a rocket and fly to, out to the moon. I'm gonna get away. I'm getting out. You gonna be right up. I want to get into the third heaven. I want to see what space looks like. Hey Amen. We, we want to try to find everything to get away from God. When we want to sin, when we want to sin, we'll find every excuse to do. It ain't gotta be sleeping with somebody. It could be lying. Backbiting, deceitfulness, anything. Hallelujah. If I make my bed in hell, you know, if I want to live like a devil, if I want to live like the devil, hmm. lie in the bed with the devil, <laughs> and behold, I'm right there with you. You going to do something? This is what you going to do right here? You going to lay with her? You know you got to get up and go to church, huh? I'm laying with you. You know you're a preacher. He's going to be all he can do. I'm right there. That's what he's saying. <laughs> You want to you want to create your own bed and, and and live like the devil and lay with the devil. You gonna be right though. And then when it's time for judgment, you you heard me in your conviction when you were doing that. You heard me following you. Yeah, that was me talking to you. That wasn't nobody else. And we know God be talking, but we we like to we like to hit the switch. We like to cut off the microphone. We like to step on the gas. Turn on the radio. Get away from them. Damn some, 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 uh, some rap or something. Damn some little Uzi Bird or something. Damn some Beyonce. We, we know the spirit trying to convict. We, we turn it up and start singing loud. God, like you disrespectful. We, we like to tune God out when we ready to do whatever we want to do. Amen. Even there, your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness fall on me. You know. Darkness that fell, sin in my life, problems that went wrong, it got real dark in my life. Even the night shall be light about me. See Even the darkness I'm in is gonna be like light to God. No matter how dark you get, guess what? God can always see you. Even when you're in the darkest place in your life, everybody dying, nobody wants you. You you sinning left and right. You living like the devil. But guess what? God see you in the midst of your darkness. 
Yeah, when you think nobody loves you, nobody cares about you, but guess what? Darkness is just like light to him. Because why? God created that darkness and the light. So he can see you like my uh, my, dad, like my daddy always used to say about this old lady. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm good now. 
Everything, everything percolating. Nah. What you need to do is get up and tell other people about me. Hallelujah. I brought you up. I've set you right on the on the right path, amen. Hallelujah. We we hear Christian jargon and people say stuff for so long until we just, you know, take it as common knowledge. You, know, we, you, you ain't got to do nothing. Everything. Jesus did it all. The devil is a lie. <laughs> Hallelujah. He, he, he came to be an example. I don't know nobody that came that my father being an example in my life. He lived in a right life, righteous, holy. And, and uh, 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 you know, upright before the Most High, and they tell me, son, you know what? You ain't got to do that, son. Mm-hmm. We just lay in the bed all day long, and you good. You get up and go to work, you come in, you don't want to do nothing, man. You, you don't got to do nothing. You don't got to help out. You know, hey, if, if the natural father don't, you know, feel that way, how you think the spirit? How you think God feel himself? Hallelujah, man. Mm-hmm. So we gotta, we gotta, you know, take the. Take what this word says the heart, amen, not what man says. Hallelujah. I'd rather obey God than man. You know, we'll follow what man says, what man says sounds good. We, don't, we can't see and hear God. You know, he ain't around us all the time as people say, oh, God ain't, you know, God, God don't talk to you like that. He ain't talking to you like, well, how do you know how God's talking to me? Hallelujah. If you ain't in his word, if you ain't following me, Sean ain't talking to you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Missing God, amen. They think everybody. No, when they hear from God, they say, "I'm gonna go and seek the Lord." He's like, "No, he's just I'm gonna go and seek the Lord. He's just out. He's supposed to. It's just like the message yesterday that the prophet is, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him hear the prophet. The words that I'm testing, no, yeah, 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 yeah. It was just hitting us in there. I played it over and over and over and over. I'm like, this man is talking to us as a whole. You know, he's not. He's not just prophesying, you understand me, a prophecy in the app, mm-hmm. but he strategically was prophesying over us. My friend, hallelujah. And I'm glad about it. I heard him, and I'm going to hear him again. And then I'm going to play it so them that are out there in radio land, mm-hmm. hallelujah, can be affected by that word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want to be, you know, I want to be touched. I want to be touched every day by him, you know, and I'm being touched every day by God, you know, and that's what brings me to the world. I mean, I don't study, you know, I have not studied now. Man, message I've never preached, I have not studied not one of them. Because I told God I don't know how to preach. I really don't want to have nothing to do with preaching. I said, except you give me a word, I'm not going to say anything. So it seems like he's been giving me some words every day, don't he? Uh, Hallelujah. So I'm trusting him. Hallelujah. It's like saying all these words, amen, that we give back to God, like as if God is somewhere stored up, you understand me, waiting for us to feed him something this morning. No, 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 no. We're not going to miscarriage this week. Hallelujah. We're going to stay believing, Hallelujah. trusting, Depending, just become totally dependent upon God. You know, all these scriptures that was taught this morning. Man, as I said that, my phone, it went to dependent on God. It went to value of suffering. See, there that goes something again. See, nobody wants to suffer. Everybody wants to get to heaven, but nobody wants to die. 
Hallelujah. If they ain't trying to die. Hallelujah. You understand? I mean, we 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 really need to think about what we're talking about and what we're asking for. He said that we ask uh, 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 or we receive not because we ask not. I'm trying to uh, text myself because this thing ain't going to suck I don't want to miss no opportunity on nothing. If, if, if I see something and it intrigues me and I know that it's a blessing, then I'm going to have it. I'm sending it to my phone. I'm sending it to my phone because I thank him this morning because truly nobody but him. Amen. Gives us the spirit, the spirit of truth. If you don't have the spirit of truth, then you got the spirit of what? Error. Spirit of error. Uh, I don't confess to be uh, the most popular, but I confess that I know someone that is popular. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you you to hear this. this word, I want you all to hear the word from the prophet. Let's go back. Opening up a new partnership, and you're going to begin to see that things are not going to fall in the way of how they used to fall because God has brought change. It won't feel discomfort, it won't be uncomfortable because something we're counting on will fail, and something that should have taken place by now will seem as if they're halted. But God shall say, If you can understand the process, you will see my purpose in this whole matter. There is something that is going on right now that has been bothering you. It has been bothering you because you are used to being able to have a certain type of control and you do not have it over this. And the Lord told me to tell you on this day to know that all is well. What they are attempting and what it seems like it may be, God shall say, I will use it for my glory. That is the word of the Lord. There are things that you put your time, your money, your effort, your love, yourself in, and you never got anything back that you put into it, and it created a frustration in your life. Jacob was in that situation. For the Bible says in Genesis 31, verse 7, that Jacob begins to declare, and your father changed my wages ten times, but God suffered him not to hurt me. I don't know what this thing is, but there's some stuff that recently took place that changed on you. Some stuff that you were expecting that you did not get. Some stuff that you were supposed to get, but they cut you. Some decisions, some changes. It was supposed to go one way, but it ended up this way. It was supposed to bring you up, but yet it brought you down. It was supposed to be one thing, but when you got into it, you found out it was another thing. But God suffered it not to hurt you. Whatever this thing is that has been troubling you, whatever this thing is that you've been having concern about, whatever this thing is that you put sacrifice in, you put sweat in, you have all types of things that you've invested into it, and it looks as if it changed on you. It looks as if you did not get the decision you were supposed to get. It appears as if you didn't get the answer you were supposed to get. It seems as if there is no way that you would be able to be able to come out of this. 
and brought me into the altar and took me to the scripture, took me to the scripture, and the scripture was in Psalm 7 and 12. I'll never forget it. See, God wants to talk to you, but your life is so full of stuff, you can't hear it. God sent prophets and everything to talk to us. So the man from the dead telling me to get on back to that church over there now. You better get on back now. And when he sent me back, he gave me this 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 word, Psalm 7 and 12. If he does not turn back, he will sharpen his sword. He bends his bow and makes it ready. He also prepares for himself the instrument of death. He makes his arrow into fire and sound. So it tells me that a return. I, I I don't need I don't need no no other I don't need no instructions. Uh, uh, there's no more additives that need to be added to what he uh, uh, what he said for me to do. I just need to have get back. So I came back, and that's my testimony: is that my late pastor told me to go back. My mother fell back. I'm promising. Was it Amos? Specifically for my mother, was it in the book of Amos 3? I think it was Amos 3. I'm trying to think of what it was. I'll never forget it. I bet you I won't forget it. I bet you you ain't got no problem out of me. I'm not going to be like Jonah. I'm not going to miscarry this one. I went on back, and I've been there, and I'm not going anywhere. And I admonish anybody that want to walk in truth and walk in light, amen. This the church slogan. Look the church slogan it tells us, Amen, how to live, how to die, and how to love in the church. It says that if you're not learning that in, in, in your church, then this is where you need to be. I'm grateful this morning. Excuse me. I'm grateful this morning for the word of God. The word of God is alive this morning. It's living. Hallelujah. It's active. Hallelujah. And the only way the world will know who to report to, we got to start living something. If we can't live nothing, we can't give nothing. The world is looking at your lifestyle this morning. Hallelujah. If your lifestyle is just like the world, then you just in trouble. Let's see, you only have that known of all the families up there. And she walked together in this field. She, this is the going to have to get that scripture back to me. Yeah, I would pray the Lord and ask him, where was it at? Oh, it, it, it was Amos, uh, uh, Amos 3 and 7. Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servant, the prophet. So he, he then told me what to do. Hallelujah. And I'm blessed this morning. And I'm going to keep on doing what he told me to do. Because Hallelujah. You know, Hallelujah. Because I'm not dependent upon nothing. I gave my Hallelujah. life. I'm not trying to get no food to eat today or tomorrow. Uh, I'm just living on him. I'm like my auntie. He can see in the dark. 
So I'm going to stick it out with Jesus. Hallelujah. And uh, Evangelist Murray, I'm just glad. You know, hear your voice cry out. When them words strike you, amen, it's like a rock. And see, the word of God, it comes to crush you. It comes to get the you out of you. It comes to get the get the I out of me. You understand? Hallelujah. And that's what the word, you ought to say, oh, you ought to holler. You ought to say, oh, my God. Hallelujah. <laughs> and, it, and that's the good part about the word of God. And it's so good when the disciples of God, they don't run and go talk about it, you know, uh, or go around the tree and talk about, yeah, you know, even preaching the word, you know, but uh, I don't like the way he preaches because it seems like y'all were talking about me. The word is talking about you. It's talking about Amen. me. Amen. He's going to cut my ugly self down. Let it be Let it be that I don't leave here today and share the word of God. You unfruitful, wicked servant, you. I'm not the one. He ain't ever going to tell me that. Because everywhere I go, I have to care of my sons and my daughters. You know, daddy can't help it. But all of my days, that's all I'm talking about is him. All my conversation is all about him. My daughter, I was talking to her last night. She's 16. Shama, don't let what God put in you, don't let it lay dormant and die. Because if it's like, you're going to die with it. Hallelujah. I said, you get that word every day. She said, yes, sir. I have an app on my phone. Give me the word every day. Yeah, I did. Whatever he give you, you give it to them. Somebody need the word this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell you, I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm excited about the word. What you so excited for? The word? The word. Mm-hmm. The word. Well, I ain't excited. Word. I'm going through. That's what they're going to tell you. But then you just get that word, and you go back, and you show them that the Bible says that we must have fruit on our trees. Maybe you ain't got no fruit on your tree. Oh, I go to church. I pay my time. I didn't ask you to come and, and analyze my situation. <laughs> I asked you to analyze my situation. But the Bible says he know them that are healed. Them that are healed, they're not running around trying to strike up a program for themselves. They find them a program where they can participate. This thing ain't about Hallelujah. You. This thing is about us. It's about you getting the word. Hallelujah. Don't Hallelujah. you know me responsible? He holds me responsible. Once you say, yes, I want this word, and then I begin to give that word, yeah. the enemy won't stop us, but he cannot stop what God has started. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible say, I have a sharpened eye. So does the covenant of a friend. So we don't do nothing with this soften up this iron around here with one another. Hallelujah. And the best part about it all is we get a chance to see our own face. A man beholding, beholding his face in the mirror, see what matter of man he is and forgetting what he looks like. Hello. Hallelujah. Well, I want you to tie, tie this thing up and pray us out of here, my sister. You say whatever the Lord got laid up on your heart this morning. Amen. And uh, then you go on and pray about if you will, please. Ah, this has been so enlightening. So um, the word was so awesome today because it let me know that I am doing what he want me to do, that 
I am not that dead tree. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That he's continued to to dwell in me, showing me me up more of me, and let me take off a layer every day to show myself approval in him. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ah, I just thank him today. I give him all the honor, glory, and praise that he is so worthy to be praised today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, I'm going to go ahead on and pray us on out, Father God. I just thank you for this blessed day. Father God, I just thank you for ushering in in this teaching this morning that you're showing me more of me and more of everybody else to take a look at themselves and see what they can do in God and come out of the world. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, as we go about this day to help someone today, just by just saying the word hallelujah. We'll go a long way. Hallelujah. I just thank you, Lord, for being on this on this line, Heavenly Father. Father God, reach down to everyone today, God, that they do something to show themselves approval to God. Father God, I ask you to create Create a clean heart today, Lord. Father God, let things go that do that's pleasing to you, Lord, that I satisfy you today because I don't want to make you shame of me today, O oh Heavenly Father. Ah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the apostle of having this praise and worship every morning, God that I encourage more people to become more involved on a daily basis, Lord. And, Lord, as we go out this day to do your will, God, not flesh will, but do your will, that we be blessed today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.